Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Welcome back. I want to continue from our last podcast talking about establishing some boundaries. When you see things are out of control, when you see there's total unrest or there's unrest in certain areas of your life or certain areas of your home, it's time to stop and take a look because God intended for us to live in rest, to live in prosperity, to live with blessings on our life. And so last time I started talking about... When these things are prevalent or obvious in our lives, what do we do? How do we go back and reestablish some boundaries? And I shared with you a story about one of my sisters who had to go back and establish and stand on her ancient boundary markers in her land to win a land dispute that she was having against her own county fathers there where she lives in Florida. And because she chose righteous. She stood on the ancient boundary markers. She disputed and resolved that dispute. And it was such a lesson. It's such a story. If you missed that, go back and listen to the previous podcast to get the details. But that's what I believe God is saying to us today. Go back and stand. Get on the ancient boundary markers. What is that? Come back within the boundaries of the Word of God. And there's where you'll find rest. I shared with you the verse out of Jeremiah 6, 16, where God says, hey, you're at the crossroads. Now look, look what's happening. Things are out of order. Things are in chaos. Things are confusion. You've got so many issues. You don't even know how to resolve them yourself. Come back right here. Don't go any further down this road and look at where you are and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, and walk in it. And there is where you'll find rest for your soul. We said in the last podcast, it starts with each one of us, that when we see that our life is out of control, things are outside the boundaries of which God established for us as individuals. Your home is in unrest. You see that our country is unrest. It's time to come back and take a look. And it starts with each one of us taking personal responsibilities and saying, God, I'm going to stop. I'm going to look at my own life. And last time we said, look at your heart. It always starts in the heart. And look at your heart and allow God to show you within your heart where you've gotten outside the boundaries. And we said, Last time, it starts with, do you really love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind? And then, as you address that question, whether you've really surrendered to God, and my prayer for you is my prayer for me, is that we do and we continue to daily surrender our life to God. The next thing I want us to look at within our own heart and to be true to our own selves is, have we moved the boundaries within our own heart that we accept what we know is sin, and we know that God's Word says it is sin. We accept some things because the world accepts it, so therefore we excuse it. 
Are there some areas in your own heart that you have rationalized, you've justified, that are righteous within bounds simply because the world accepts them and that's the way the world lives? For instance, bitterness. There are many times the world says, it's okay, you got a right to resent that person, be bitter toward that person or that situation, because look what happened to you first. Have you rationalized? God's Word says bitterness is rottenness to the bones. We're not to resent things. You take it to God. What about jealousy or envy? Have you rationalized? It's okay to be envious of some things or to be jealous. What about gossip? We know gossip is wrong. God's Word says it's wrong, but we've rationalized that in our heart. It's okay because everybody gossips a little bit. No, establish those boundaries. What about a critical attitude? You say, well, there's a lot of things to be critical about because there's a lot of things wrong in our world. Look at your attitude. God says, do all things without murmuring or complaining that you may be blameless and harmless children of God in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation. God brings that verse to my mind a lot when I want to start to complain and criticize things. It brings me back into check, brings my heart back into boundary. Because, see, we got to keep our heart because out of the heart flows the issues of life. Because if we don't establish these boundaries in our heart, the next thing we're going to be dwelling on them, thinking about them over and over and over to the point then we say it or we go do things that violate God's word, gets us in an unrest state. So let the word of God establish those boundaries. What about self-rejection? You were made in the image of Christ. And if you're rejecting yourself simply because you got your eyes on everybody else or you think that what the world says is perfect, you don't look like that, so therefore you're imperfect and therefore you reject yourself, you reject the way God made you, the way God formed you, the gifts that God gave you, the talents, the abilities that God gave you, you are rejecting those. God says that's sin. And we're not to accept that. You come back to God. You believe what God says about you. You accept the way God made you. Not what you've tacked on to that that's wrong, but the way God made you. Are you anxious and worry about things? What are you looking and listening and reading about that you know violates the word of God? And it simply opens up your heart for the enemy to attack you and to bring you down. It's a snare. What do you know that you're justifying and say, oh, well, a little bit of this is not going to hurt me. No, you've come outside those boundaries that God has established for your protection. Well, I could go on and on and on, but you get the picture. Spend some time alone with God. Let him shine that flashlight over your heart and show you. I know in my life, there are times I really had to dig deep and focus on this because there were sins in my life that I was doing, wasn't even consciously aware of it until I gave God the opportunity to show me in my heart where I'd gotten some things out of bounds. And then I saw this is sin, God. This is sin. And allow God to correct it. But I could go on and on and on with the list, but you get the picture. But give God that time to look at your heart because the only way to get back to the rest 
to get out of the chaos and the confusion and get back control over your life is to come back to the heart and seriously look at the heart and let God reestablish some boundaries. God will show you those things that have been traps for you. And when he does, you want to clean it out. We know how to do that spiritually. And you repent of it. Say, God, I'm turning from that. I'm not going back there. And when you're tempted, you recognize it and you stop under the power of the Holy Spirit. And you don't let those things lay traps for you. And listen, we all have them. And don't think you're the only one. Don't let the enemy discourage you or drag you down or make you feel guilty or shameful. No, you're coming under the power of the Holy Spirit. And you're going to see your heart as God sees it. And you're willing to do that. And then you're going to purpose to be holy. What does that mean? Set apart for God. Because what? Like we talked about in the last podcast, you're surrendering to the will of God. You want to be everything God created you to be. And so you've surrendered it. And so now you want a purpose to live holy. So you got to make sure this heart is reflecting the heart of God. You want to be set apart for God. And it always starts in your heart. You establish this in your heart. So that in all your conduct, it's holy. And the manner in which you live, it is holy. That's 1 Peter 1.15. And that's not just on Sunday. That's every day of the week that you purpose to live like that. That's not just around your Christian friends. That's around everyone. Even people that you may have to associate with that are not Christians. They don't see life from your perspective. But you purpose that all your conduct and your manner of living is going to be holy, set apart for God. You're going to separate your sin from sin because you know what sin is. And you're going to separate yourself and you're going to live within those boundaries of the Word of God. You set your heart on it first. Then the next thing I want to talk about setting boundaries is your day. You've got your heart now set on God. Now set boundaries around your day. And I will tell you, it is critical to start with this point. Start every day with time alone with God. That is a must. And you just set a boundary around your tomorrow and say tomorrow, a boundary is I'm going to start my day with God. Why? Because God will protect your day. It's the greatest protection that you can set in motion for your day and for you. Because see, by setting aside this time alone with God, it will affect the rest of your day, helping you to stay on track with what you say, what you think, what you do. It sets those godly boundaries. So when you set aside this time with God, it's not going to be just a time where you share with God your list of needs, but it's truly going to be a time that you experience God and you experience His presence. So that's a boundary. Say, okay, I'm not going to just set aside a few minutes first thing in the morning to be with God and then check that off. No, the boundary, even within that time along with God, is that I'm going to experience His presence with me. So how do you do that? You give Him your focus. Give God your focus. And you're going to focus on that being with God, 
not just trying again to, to have those few minutes and check it off, but you're going to focus on God. You're going to see Him. You're going to see Him with you. You're going to see you with God. And you're going to purpose to listen for His voice. You're not going to do all the talking. The boundaries is, I'm going to listen to God. I may have some things to say to God, but you're going to listen to Him too. Because, you know, He loves you. You love Him. Remember, you've already set your heart on loving God with all your heart, soul, and strength. And you know that He loves you and He wants to be with you. So your focus is not guilt or shame or discouragement or I haven't got time for this. Your focus is focusing on God. And you realize that's where He wants you to be. That's where you want to be. And He wants to be there with you. And after you've given Him your focus, now you give Him your heart. You continue to surrender your will to God. You keep your heart set on God. Give Him your heart. If He purposes to say something that He sees about your heart, your focus, your listening, you want to hear that. You're not going to excuse it. You're not going to pretend like, okay, I don't want to go there. I know sometimes I know that the Holy Spirit wants to reveal some things in my heart and I don't want to go there, so I just kind of tune that out. You know what I'm talking about. No, give Him your heart. And wherever He wants to go with your heart, you're willing to go there with Him. Why? You're focused on Him. And see, God's focused on your heart. Then give Him your day. Now, what do I mean by this? The rest of your day. In other words, you're going to let Him order it. Because see, our goal is to stay on this pathway. This pathway that we know God has already established some boundaries. Like with my sister's property, you put down some metal markers on the four corners. Hey, you're going to stay within this pathway, this righteous, this holy pathway with God. And you want to stay on that all day long as the day goes by. You want to keep God right by your side. You want Him right there. And so you let Him order your day. He will do that. He will establish that for you. Why? Because you've already got your heart set on Him. And you're already listening to His voice. And so now He's going to order your day for you. Why? It's for your protection. It's for your good. It's for your benefit. It's for your prosperity. It's for your growth. It's all for your good. That's what He delights in doing. And see... You'll discover, hey, you may have specific things that you want to do. Well, you bring those to God. And God will take those specifics. He'll put His boundaries on it for you. Because He wants your day to bring Him glory. But He wants you to be everything that He created you to be. And so you give Him your day and let Him order your day. Then as you go about your day, you want to... Let God establish some boundaries around your mind, your thoughts, and the words that you say. See, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says, We're to take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Jesus Christ. Why? Line it up with the Word. That's boundaries. And so when the Word says, Watch your words, watch your thoughts, and 
the Holy Spirit convicts you of a thought that you're thinking that's not righteous, that's not holy, that you shouldn't be thinking, you stop. You don't go there anymore. When the Holy Spirit convicts you of words that you're speaking that are unholy, unrighteous, or not for your good, not for your benefit, you stop. You take it captive. You don't go there. Why? It's a boundary. Why? It's for your protection. It's for your good. Because, see, the enemy is always knocking on your mind to get you to go down paths. What? To get you off this pathway that God has you on because the enemy wants to destroy you. He wants to eat you alive. He wants to mess you up. He doesn't like you being in a state of rest and bringing God glory. He wants to bring confusion back into your life. And you sit around and wring your hands. And you're anxious and your thoughts are just uncontrollable. That's what the enemy wants. And you give him a little cracked door. He comes in and he takes over. So you stop. You don't go there. When the Holy Spirit convicts you, don't think that thought. Don't say that word. You say, yes, Lord. And so before you speak a word, you know that you're going to be responsible for that word. Matthew 12, 36, we're responsible for the words that we speak. So we listen to the Holy Spirit that is in you. Listen. And the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit's a person, remember, that guides you, instructs you, that comforts you, that, hey, surrounds you. Listen to the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit says, stop, don't speak that word, that's what you do. Those are good boundaries. Those are good boundaries. Hey, and if the Holy Spirit has convicted you that you have spoken words that were not edifying and uplifting, that were not holy, that grieved the Holy Spirit, you may have to go back and ask forgiveness. You may have to ask God to forgive you. I've had to do this. That when the Holy Spirit has convicted me, you know, Joe, you said something you really didn't need to say that. Your heart was not right. Your motive wasn't right. It was harsh words. It wasn't edifying. I've had to forgive myself, ask God to forgive me. And then I've gone back to people and had to ask them to forgive me of those spoken words. You know what it does? It cleans it up. It cleans it up. It restores you back to that holiness, puts you back in those boundaries in which you need to live. And don't be ashamed. Don't be frightened to do that. Welcome that. That's humility. That's what God wants to do in all of our lives. So willingly humble yourself and do that. Don't be concerned about what someone's going to think. Don't be concerned about what it, how it may make you feel or look. Be concerned about how God sees your heart and get back in these boundaries so that you restore rest and you restore that peace in your heart. And then purpose to speak truth, words that are going to edify me. I know I constantly, this is a prayer on my heart, that, that I, I want to do this daily. I want to yield to the Holy Spirit. And I purpose to do this when I'm in my prayer closet each morning. God, let me today be so close to you and so in tune to the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is guiding me that I don't need to do this or don't need to say this, Give me grace not to go there. Give me grace. Because I know if I do, you know, the next thing I'm going to have to do, the Holy Spirit's going to convict me that that was wrong. Then I'm going to have to humble myself and go seek forgiveness. See, this is what God wants us to do. This is why he's laid down these boundaries. 
James 3, 6 says the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. And you know what it will do? It will defile the whole body. So when you realize that your tongue has spoken some words, ungodly, unrighteous words, it's like a fire. And if we don't deal with that, it can defile the entire body. And see, sometimes we say, oh, okay, well, I'll just forget that. I won't do it next time. Oh, no, we've already set the fire in motion when we spoke the word that was wrong. So when the Holy Spirit convicts you, you go back and you clean that up and you seek forgiveness and you ask God to restore you. What? That's putting out the fire because the enemy's ready to set that ablaze. You get it back in order, get things back in perspective. And the last thing I want to address as individuals setting some boundaries for us is set some boundaries around your associations, the people, the things that you associate with. Establish those boundaries. We know that there are people that don't live like us. They don't live from a biblical view. God says set some boundaries. There are people that we're around and they can have some unwholesome attitudes, some unwholesome ways that can lead us astray. Set some boundaries. Determine, ask the Holy Spirit, how am I to associate with these individuals? It may be you need to remove yourself Not to be unloving to people, but you may need to remove yourself from a constant association. Why? Because wickedness will always bring you down. You think we're going to go in there and pick up wickedness. No, wickedness goal is to bring you down. So you establish some boundaries. And this is one where you have to be closely in tune to the Holy Spirit of God to know who do I associate with. And then... We know that once we've set our heart on living holy, we want to associate with godly people. Not ungodliness, but godly people that will edify us, lift us up, point us to Christ, point us to the Word of God. And so set some boundaries that these are going to be your regular daily associations. The people that you are around You want to be better. You want to help make other people better. And so establish some boundaries. And we all want to have fun. And if the people that we're around are having fun or ungodly and it leads us to ungodly fun and pleasure, then evaluate that and let God establish some new fun associations or pleasurable associations. Also think about the people that you're around and how they talk. Do they talk godliness? Or are they negative? I will tell you, an individual that is always negative, there's something going on in their heart. And many times those things are led when it's a habitual talk of being negative. It's being led and compelled by the enemy. And many times you can't control that person, 
But you may have to separate yourself from that. If not, what's going to happen next? You begin to become negative. It begins to overtake you. And so you remove yourself. Why? Because this is setting a good boundary for yourself. Because you want to, you want your words to be encouraging. That lift people up, not tear them down. So establish those good boundaries. We say it all the time, healthy boundaries, but it's really boundaries within the Word of God. Hey, that's what's healthy for your spirit, for your soul, your mind, and also for your body. Well, as I wind up here for this podcast, I want us to be mindful that we can change this nation. We can change the culture. We can change our country. Hey, we can change the church. That's the body of Christ. If we take the first step and say individually, I'm going to reestablish some boundaries in my life to make sure that they are holy, they're godly, and that I come back under, I line up with that plumb line that God is dropping down on earth, that I choose to live righteous. Even if the world doesn't, I choose to, and it starts in the heart. I'm going to continue this discussion because I think it's very critical In our next podcast, I'm going to talk about establishing boundaries around our home. Why? It's our sanctuary. It's our safe place to run. It's where we find security. It's where we truly are in the midst of that complete rest. It's that place that all of us longs to establish, and we cannot do it apart from the presence of of God, the Holy Spirit of God. So I want to go there on our next podcast, how we need to look at our home and look to see, are there some boundaries that I need to, hey, hold true to doing some good things. And we need to protect those boundaries. But are there some things, some boundaries that need to be reestablished? We'll continue on because what is our goal? Hey, we want to walk pursuant to the Word of God. Why? Because there is where we find true rest. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.